Hello, my name is Colin O'Neill. I'm a student at UMass Lowell, and today I'm going to be discussing the struggles of online learning. As a freshman this year, I have had to take all of my classes online due to the current COVID-19 pandemic. I'm currently taking five classes as well as a lab, which are all very challenging to keep up with due to the lack of in-person meetings with my professors and my fellow students. Because of my struggles with online learning, as well as hearing some of my friends at other universities in the same situation as me, when I was tasked with researching a problem that is affecting my community, I decided that online learning would be a great topic to discuss. In my research, I looked into multiple different problems that online learning has for both students and teachers. I was most surprised with what I found for the struggles for the teachers. I interviewed two of my professors and they both found that the lack of being able to see and do things with their students was their biggest struggle. My chemistry professor specifically hates not being able to see her students through Zoom. She told me that she is able to tell when to go deeper into a topic or move on depending on the students' facial reactions. Another interesting fact she brought up was how the later the class in the day, the less students that have their camera on, at least in her classes. My professors also discussed how they feel bad that their students aren't able to meet new people and collaborate in class, but they also struggle with not being able to help students as if they were in an in-person class. When classes are all online, it's very easy for a student to hide from the teacher when they're an introvert or for whatever reason, so they don't always get the help they need. But when a class is in person, the teacher can go right up to a student and talk to them to see if they need help or not. The professors found that the classes became less helpful for the students now that they were online. They became more lecture-based because it is extremely challenging to do anything interactive now. The only positive thing that one of my professors found with the online format was that they condensed the course material so the class could cover more in less time. And other than that, both of my professors found in-person to be entirely better than online classes. For students, one of the major struggles I found was lack of access to internet, which is a huge issue in low-income areas. It's believed that 12 to 15 million students do not have access to the internet at all. While this is a huge issue across the country, this affects more students in grades 1 through 12 than at a college level. And because of this, I wanted to research more into what other college students deal with at home when completing multiple online classes. The majority of issues that college students are currently facing with are distractions around them. This includes younger siblings and pets as well as their phones. Without having a library to escape to, many students have a hard time getting work done, especially when they don't see their home as a workspace. Organizing their time is also a challenge when they have to complete chores around the house on top of all their school assignments. In order to discuss my research more, today I brought a friend of mine who is currently a student at Middlesex Community College. He has been struggling with online learning just like the majority of students have this year. Hello, Adam. Welcome. Hi, Colin. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Adam, we are almost done with our first semester of the school year now. Yeah, how are you feeling about everything? Uh, I'm exhausted. It's been a very long semester. Uh, it's definitely been the hardest I've ever worked, but on top of all that, the eye strain and the, uh, the, the no schedule is killing me. Mm -hmm. um, like waking up and going a floor below my room and then sitting on my computer all day and doing yeah. a bunch of homework and not talking to anyone, having zero social life. It's uh, mentally and physically tolling. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I'm in the same boat. Every day I roll out of bed and roll into my desk right next to my bed. Yeah. So 
it's only gotten sadder and sadder as semester went on. It went from oh. like the first month I'd actually get up, shower, make myself eggs and like a real breakfast and then go to class. And well, today I got up five minutes before my class, slapped on the clothing I've been wearing all week, walked downstairs, turned on my computer and stared at my phone for the entire class. Yeah, that always happens to the best of us. You can't, can't deny that. Yeah, it's it's getting more and more rough as each day goes on. Oh, yeah. So what are your overall feelings towards online learning? Like, do you find it to not work or how do you feel about it? I think everything works if you're determined and you have a work ethic and if you have a goal that you want. But I think for people who might not be the best student all the time, I think it definitely probably won't work for them or maybe it will, but not well. I think a lot of it comes down to your own work ethic, but I think being having it all online definitely just adds that much more of a, uh, a challenge to it. It makes school a whole lot more difficult, especially when you haven't met a single person to actually yeah. like compare notes with or even ask what's the homework for tonight because you missed a class or because you weren't paying attention or whatever. Like if you need to know something, you don't really have anyone to ask. I don't, I don't know a single person in any of my classes. Yeah, that's one thing that I found a lot of my research was when people don't see like their house or their room or whatever as a workspace, they just don't ever want to get anything done because they don't find it like as a library or like an office space somewhere where you actually get your work done, which makes it a lot harder to focus and get anything done. Yeah, there's a reason why like you see all these companies wanting to bring all their employees back into the office. It's because when you're at home, you just don't complete the work as fast or as well. I'm there's the, the environment has everything to do with you succeeding as well as your own intellectual will. Totally. Totally. Um, so what types of distractions do you face every day when trying to focus on school? You brought up your phone earlier, which is probably the number one distraction for students. Definitely. I mean, the phone's always a distraction, but at least at school, you almost feel like maybe it feels rude or even just like having someone kind of watching over you and being able to see what you're doing makes it like that much. Like you don't want to be on your phone as much, but also there's food. I mean, eating, like I get to eat whenever I want. I can go make myself a five course meal if I really wanted to at any point in the day. Um, More distractions are just animals in my house, um, cars driving by, um, creaking of my house literally anything that can get my mind off of class who can do it especially when you don't feel engaged you're just sitting there staring at a computer screen the whole time and like you hear a noise you're like oh that's more interesting than what i'm doing right now just exactly you just feel like you're doing the same thing every day over and over just more lectures it's tiresome and you don't feel obligated to actually listen because at least when you're in class like you have someone staring at you regardless if they're looking at you the entire time like they're they might as well be staring at you. Like I yeah. you can't, like I can literally put my feet up, sit back in my chair and stare at my phone and not a soul will know what I'm doing. I can be paying attention completely or I could not be paying attention at all. Yeah. And worst case scenario, if I really wanted to, if I got called on, I had no idea what to do. Just sit back, don't answer. I'm on mute, camera's off. Yeah. Like, I don't do that very often, but like there is the scenarios where I just get caught off guard and it's like, you can't prove I'm not in the bathroom right now. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Do you have any asynchronous classes or like classes that don't actually meet? Yeah, I have 
this semester I have one. I think next semester I have a few. Um, at the beginning, it went well. At the beginning of the semester, when I was still motivated and I had a schedule and everything. Also, when classes were still relatively, they're easier because you're still at the beginning, but you're learning this kind of stuff that you can sometimes pick up naturally. So I finished almost the entire course in the first month of the semester. Oh, yeah. And since then, I haven't touched it. Yeah, um, I'm currently taking a lab, which is asynchronous, that like every week we have a lab due. And for the most part, I have done the lab the day it was due every single time, just because like when it started, I didn't have any chance to get ahead of it. And I have so much stuff going on. And then as soon as I see, I was like, oh crap, I have another assignment due today. And then I spend the entire night of, it's usually due on Monday. I spend the entire Monday night doing a lab, which usually takes me about like four hours. And I just. Yeah, I feel you. Because my lab, it's not technically, it's pretty much asynchronous. It's so instead of normal people, like normal classes for labs, what I've understood from other students at other uh, universities is you have your lab is separate from your actual class. Yeah, but for me, I just have a lab, and inside that lab is also the class. Oh, interesting. So basically, the class is asynchronous. I teach myself all of the lessons, but the lab is I meet. I actually go into school. That's my only class I actually go in for. Okay, so it's kind of reverse of what a lot of students have now. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I feel the same way because my labs I complete like the night before that I have to go into school the next day and all the homework. It's just really tough not having any real like responsibility or not really responsibility because you you end up completing it because you are responsible for that homework. But it's just really difficult when you don't have an actual meeting time. You don't actually see the professor. You can't actually have a designated time to ask questions. And another thing that you mentioned was um, that you couldn't get ahead of your work. And that's one thing I think if we're going to continue to do online school, if your class is asynchronous, I believe that all of the homework and all of the work for the class should be released at the beginning of the semester because if it meets asynchronous, it's not like you have a designated time where you know you're going to be completing it. Like for me, most of the time I go to my class after that class is over, I I start doing the homework for that class because it feels like a designated time for it because my mind is in that space to complete the homework. Yeah for the class I was just in. It's also a reminder when, I, when I'm in that class, I'm reminded I have homework for that class. But if I never meet for that class, it's hard to get yourself in that mind space to complete homework for the class or even to remember that you have homework for the class. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I never really thought about that before. It would definitely help with getting ahead of your work if you actually had it all to start with. I know for my lab itself, he posts a couple of them ahead of time, but because he didn't start until after the semester was already like really starting to roll out, I didn't really get a chance to actually get ahead on that. So it's kind of just like every, every time I build up to that point, I'm like, ah, crap, I have to do that now. And I drop everything else, get it out of the way and go back to what I was doing before. And that's what's really difficult for people like us. I mean, I know you're taking like six, 17 credits. I don't 16. even remember. I think but you're 16. taking, you're taking yeah. a lot of classes. I'm taking 18 credits. Like we both have a lot of classes. So if you're not given the, the homework, cause if you're not going to meet, if you're not given all the work before, like, like right at the beginning of the semester, it's hard to know what you're actually going to have to plan out. Like it, even if you gave it out at the beginning and I didn't get a jump on it and do a bunch before the semester started, at least I would know. All right. This is all the homework I'm going to see for this semester. This yeah. is how much I have to complete a week. 
and it would help a lot with time management. But the problem is we don't have that class ever meeting. And I don't know what the homework is going to be until that week, which is not any different than any other class, but at least that class actually meets. I get to actually have physical, not physical, virtual conversation with the professor. Yeah. Which is much more helpful than just having homework rolled out, learn it yourself and just throw it back at them like spaghetti to a a wall. (laughs) Okay. um, Let's see. So in some of my research, some students found that they think only two to three classes should be taken online maximum at a time. And in like part of me thinks that that should be how it is because online classes are definitely more challenging, but also it's just like, as in the pandemic time that we have now, it's really not realistic for what we can do. So do you find the number of classes online you, you're taking right now to be too much? Or do you think that it, we should keep it as it is for the time being? I think in normal circumstances, I would say this is definitely too much, but there's no other alternative. I mean, you can't justify anyone going into school right now. You can't justify having in-person classes, especially when a lot of professors are at risk people. I mean, it's pretty easy for a lot of students to say, this is dumb. I should just have in-person classes because frankly, all of us are pretty much healthy people who aren't really worried by this virus. But in reality, there's nothing we can really do about it. And we all got to suck it up and do what we have to do to complete our semesters. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it's it's not fair for the students or the teachers because obviously we all have our own health to worry about and everybody's different. So I'd like, I found the whole situation that we kind of just have to suck it up and do it too. It's like exactly. the only real way to do it. I mean, it's a bummer and it stinks. And then I think the only thing that students can really ask for right now is just that professors are understanding. That's yeah. it. Just understanding that it's not easy it sounds like it'd be easy. I mean, it sounds like it'd be very easy to be able to just sit in your house all day and you go on online classes, but it's not. I mean, no, humans are very social creatures and not taking away all of our social contact is very easy way to tie yourself out very fast and um, to cause a lot of mental strain on yourself. Oh yeah. A lot of my professors actually have been super helpful when it comes to like, if you have stuff going on at home or whatever, like for one of my finals, my professor is talking about how like if you lose Wi-Fi and because it's a time final, like if you lose internet connection and it goes out, just like tell us, we'll allow you to make it up. Like they, they realize that there's a lot of issues with the situation that we're in with online learning, especially like internet loss and stuff like that. So they're trying to make all the ways possible for like any problem that could happen. They're trying to find ways to like have a solution for it which I find to be like, like it shows that they actually care, which yeah, means a lot. Yeah, it's pretty much the, all that we can really ask for as students yeah. right now. I mean, it's not a time where we can be selfish and say that boo-hoo, this is not fair. We should mm-hmm. be able to do everything the way we want to do it. It's just yeah, the way reality is right now, we can't so suck it up and find a way to do yeah. it. So do you see online learning as better than in-person classes in any way at all? Um. I think for people who might be working full time, this might be a good alternative for them. It's very, it's a very easy way that if you have a lot going on in your life and you want to get your degree, I mean, I'm at a community college, so I do see people who are much older than me there. Um, Yeah. If you're working full time, this is a good way for you to um, 
complete the course. But I would say in terms of a normal student, I don't find much benefit to having all online classes. I find a lot of benefit to in-person classes. I mean, face-to-face with your professor. Um, definitely in all my regular classes I've had in the past, I pay attention more. I'm focused. I'm like my mind is on the work in front of me. Yeah. Um, I don't see a lot of benefits other than just convenience. Yeah. But otherwise, there's not much that's actually beneficial. Yeah, I, I'm, I agree with all of that. Yeah, maybe taking a one course or two courses online wouldn't be bad if, if with your rest of your other coursework mm-hmm. being in person because it would be kind of a good way to balance it out. But it's kind of hard to know what it would feel like doing just one course when I'm currently taking all of my yeah. courses online. I totally agree. Like the idea of only taking a few classes, like one to two classes right now, it sounds like super easy just because I've been taking five classes in the lab all semester long. And it's just like a lot to handle. And if I think like, Oh, well, I'm doing like six things like right now I can handle two. Like that's not an issue at all. So like, I don't even know how to like describe it just because like I've been doing it all semester long. I just feel like it would be super easy, like a walk in the park. So I don't really know. I, I agree. I don't find any, of any benefits to online learning. I feel like if I had the choice to be in person, I would 100% take it. Mm -hmm. Like next semester, all my classes are online. And the only option for an in-person class I had was a lab. And I decided like, it's not even worth it at that point. I'm just going to take it online only because I don't want to have to commute to school for one lab a week and then have everything else in like online and just like I just I I don't see the point in it like I was talking to a couple other students in some classes and they're doing the same thing as me they're like yeah I have one in-person class and I don't even want to do it it's not worth it because like I have every other classes virtual so why would I bother to go onto campus when I everything else is at home exactly I feel that completely I would say probably one of the only benefits to online learning is the commute time. You don't have a commute yeah. time. But I also think that kind of is a little bit detrimental too. Cause like we said earlier, like for you rolling out of bed and being in the room that you work in and for me rolling out of bed and walking down a flight of stairs and being where I need to be. It honestly is kind of not helpful. It, like having that time back when I was actually going to school to the commute to like listen to music or podcast, wherever I do in that car ride, it's almost like that moment of like preparing yourself to enter the classroom. Oh, it's totally a form of therapy. Like it, yeah. it relaxes you, prepares you for the day. Like when I was in high school, every day I would go to school early and sit in my car for like 20 minutes and just listen to music every single day. Every single day I got to I was school a half third, hour early and sat in my car. The third person in the parking lot, the latest every single morning. Me too. I was usually first one. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a nice way to start your morning before school started. It was a sense of like, just calmness before the storm, you know? Exactly. And like, just like to brace for what we have to go through all day. I got, I used to get asked all the time, like, why would you want to get to school 30 minutes early if you could sleep for that extra 30 minutes? I was like, well, it's calming. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I told everybody. It's like, it's the only time that I really relax all day. Yeah. Because it's like before your day has truly started. So you don't have to really worry about your homework or your sport or getting home and eating and, and all the other stuff that you have to do with the day. Yeah. So I think commuting honestly might be a benefit to, to learning. 
Yeah, I agree. Okay, so the last thing is what are some things that you think could be added to help improve online learning as a whole? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would or ta- say- Or taken out. Um, there's not much you can really take out because at, at the end of the day, well, everything we're yeah. doing, it, it's kind of necessary. But I would say adding, it's just more, it's kind of like a weird thing to ask, but I think it's honestly just having more times where you are, it's just you and your classmates in a breakout room talking about the work. Um, it doesn't work 100% of the time, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of students who they're, mm-hmm. they, they're so checked out that it's like either you're doing it alone or two of you out of the five are doing it. But I think if students I, embraced it more, it would be something that was beneficial. Yeah. I have been in a lot of, yeah, I've been in a lot of breakout rooms where I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, so, Hey, um, we have a assignment to do. Right. And then like one student's like, yeah. And I'm just like, nice. Okay. I guess I'll just go do it. Like, yeah. And that's why I added that to uh, my, my uh, answer to your question, because I, because I've heard from you about how your breakout rooms go. Um, me personally, the one, the one class that I actually go in breakout rooms for is my English class. And it goes well every single time. We have like three or four people in a breakout room and I've only had one person not talk every time. Wow. And everyone else actually like responded to it. I don't yeah. know if that's just, that's just because the set of people in that class or, or the conversations we have in that class, but it's enjoyable when I actually get to talk to people my age and my peers about the work we're doing and kind of have a sense of community. Yeah. Um, I don't really think there's much else that can be added to make online schooling better. I think it's kind of just one of those problems that it's just kind of, it's just kind of broken. It's, it was yeah. never meant to be the way that we learned. Um, as everything moves more digital and, and becomes more technology, technologically advanced, it kind of makes you ask like, is technology really the answer to all of our questions? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it just kind of seems like it's just not really helping at this point. We're kind of just distancing ourselves so much from our history and our culture and who we are as humans. Yeah. Humans are definitely more hands-on learners and like people can say like, Oh, but I learned better from people talking to me or whatever. But I feel like, that person, even in any situation, it's better if the person's in front of you. Like I was gonna say, you're not hands-on is almost kind of like another way of saying you're also your environment where you are. Like you might be better at listening and and absorbing absorbing that information that way, but it also comes at where you are, what you're doing, who's Mm -hmm. teaching you, what's the environment around you like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I really I've been like throughout my research, I've been trying to come up with better solutions. And I feel like the major problem is the lack of interaction between like students and students and also the students and the teachers, because as much as the teacher is there the whole time talking to you, like trying to get everybody to interact, like there's no real way to get someone to like help them. And one of my professors brought up, like, say she had a student where they were stuck in the corner and the whole class, they just kind of like kept to themselves. Other people started working together, talk to each other. And they see that they can go up to that student and be like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, just doesn't even have to be about the class. Just talk to them like, so what'd you do this morning before you came here? Whatever. Just to get them to actually interact with someone. It helps them like it, it 
grows a connection between them, helps them learn better. It's building a human bond. Yeah, Something exactly. That stems deeper than education. It's actually getting in touch with the students mm-hmm. and understanding who they are as people. And it, I mean, and it helps them learn better because when they're in that class specifically, they'll be like, this teacher actually cares about me. Like they want me to learn. Like they know who I am as a person and their goal is to help me. And it builds a sense of friendship when yeah. that teacher comes up to you and says like, just talks to you. It doesn't have to be like, what's wrong? Like and tries to probe you with all these questions. If they just show that they're a friendly face and that they care, it also makes you care more about their class because you oh, yeah. want to show them that like your best self. You want to show them that like, I can't be a good student. And it's a sense of friendship pretty much with that totally. older teacher, that older mentor. It's a sense of friendship that you gain when you actually have real human contact. Oh yeah. And on top of all that, it's like when I'm in my Zoom classes, I mean, I have my English professor who like every 30 seconds will check in to see if we're all paying attention. Like she'll do one thing on the computer and she'll say, uh, does everyone understand that? Can someone say something? And like, she like constantly is asking for something to confirm. And as much as that, like, it's a good idea to make sure that like your students are paying attention. It still doesn't really work because you're, those students know they can rely on one person that is actually going to say something. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's sad. It's, it's kind of on the students. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really say it's that much on the professors. They're just in a situation that they're not used they, to and it's not a good solution to. They really can't do anything about it. Like with like the, the idea of being able to go to the corner and help that student, there's no real way for them to do that anymore. They can't yeah. like force every student to have a one-on-one conversation with them. It's just or not even possible. Like, I remember when I was in high school and this all started, like it was like, you have to have your camera on. It's like, that's not really a solution. I mean, no. you can force kids to do whatever you want. You, like you, at the end of the day, yeah, you can make everyone have their camera on, but you're still not going to make that kid pay no. attention. And if anything, he might become more resentful yeah. towards you or towards the uh, education system that he's in because I have to keep my camera on. I'm in my house. Like, I, don't, like, I understand why a lot of people don't want to be seen if they don't have to be seen. Yeah, I often don't put my camera on unless it's for like a specific class where like I really like that professor and I know that they do better with like the the face-to-face reactions for people. Like in my chemistry class, I always try to have it on if I'm able to. And like some classes I just never do because the professor just kind of goes about with their lecture. And like, I don't even know, like it really depends on my mood and everything. Like it depends if you showered. It depends oh, if yeah. you've eaten. It depends on your your feelings at that moment. It also is also kind of just like you don't like the idea that you could be you could be watched without knowing you're you're being watched. Obviously, you know your camera's on, but you don't know who's actually looking yeah. at you. At least at school, you can see a, pet, a set of eyes looking at you. Yep. You can't see anything when you have just your camera on. And that kind yeah. of is like an overwhelming feeling of your privacy being invaded. I totally agree. One, I more often put on my camera when I get into a breakout room. Yeah. Like when like, I get in there with, there's only like four of the people in there, I'll put it on and be like, Hey guys, this is me. Like now, it, no, not everybody's staring at me. Yeah. And you, it so, feels less overwhelming that, you yeah. know, three people are going to see you and it doesn't bother you. Yeah. My largest much. class, I hate turning my camera on. Like yeah, it, it's 30, 40 people. Of, I'm just like, Mm-mm. you don't like being watched. It's, it's I yeah. think it's a human trait. It's like that feeling when you're at a restaurant and you feel like you're being watched and you constantly are looking over your shoulder, like who's looking at me. Yeah. You don't, it's not a feeling that I think humans enjoy. So yeah. I don't, I don't really, it's just another problem to online learning. It's really all it is. It's just yeah. uh, online learning is like a Russian nesting doll where you just keep finding problem after problem. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, I think that kind of sums everything up. So thank you, Adam. It was a pleasure um, to always discuss and everything. Oh yeah. So yeah. Thank you for coming and discussing this topic with me. No problem.